I'm Robin Birkin and welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast, a place for women struggling to conceive to find emotional support, conception advice and real talk. To me, being a warrior means true glory is in rising every time we fall, having the courage to be afraid and being ready for whatever challenges cross our path. So welcome warrior, you're on your way. I promise to support and guide you on every single episode. Let's begin. Hi, Warriors, and welcome to another episode of the Fertility Warriors. I'm really excited to have you here. I always love chatting with you every week about all of the things I guess that I've learnt along the way in my journey. And can you believe I was just writing an email just then and it's been eight years or more than eight years since we first started trying to conceive. That is eight years of me talking about sperm, about me talking about eggs, about things like PCOS and endometriosis, and most importantly, about conquering the stress of infertility. And I wanted to let you know, if you haven't downloaded my PDF already with the three biggest game changers on my journey, then make sure you go and do that. It's a few pages long, but it's very easy to read and very easy to digest. And it contains the biggest game changers on my journey. The three biggest things that really changed the game and it helped me to fall pregnant and also helped me cope a lot better on my journey. So how can you download it? You can go to robinburkin.com slash fertility warriors game changers. And that's my free little PDF with the three biggest game changers on my fertility journey. I had spent two years on my journey, ovulation inductions, IUIs, IVF, a miscarriage, hyperstimulation before I really hit rock bottom and then discovered a few mindset shifts, things that I could change uh, from a health and wellness perspective that just everything changed from there. And I fell pregnant soon after that. If you know my story, you now know that I have two children, five and three. They are the loves of my life. And I, I like truly, I fell pregnant with Chloe soon after. And Olivia came from the same egg retrieval. So everything believe me, became a lot easier after that point. So robinburkin.com slash fertility warriors. Today's episode, I can't believe that I haven't done this before. We're talking all about baby shower tips. When you have infertility and you're invited to a baby shower, it's kind of a different game, isn't it? Like it's not the same as being invited to a baby shower before you had even started thinking about having children. All of a sudden, it's almost this experience that fills you with anxiety because you're surrounded by people who are trying to conceive. I talk a lot about, you know, the moment that I just felt so completely ambushed in the supermarket and that a few years before that, one of the ladies the lady who I thought would, you know, was just never going to have children told us that at a baby shower. And at that baby shower at that time, there were only three of us, three out of a whole packed baby shower who weren't already mums or like weren't pregnant in the process. So we were like these three women huddled off in the corner, you know, because we couldn't, 
you know, engage in conversation with everyone else. And she said that she was never planning on having children. And that was before I was even trying to conceive. And then we were trying to conceive and attending baby showers became a whole different experience. So what are my tips for attending baby showers? Now, I have spoken about this a few times on the podcast before, but I think you should go. If you are feeling, you know, highly stressed and significantly anxious about it, so like feeling a little bit stressed, a little bit anxious, feeling worried that you'll be ambushed, feeling like you won't have much conversation with people, completely, absolutely 100% normal. If you are feeling incredibly anxious about it, then don't go. There will like not be a plague of locusts or anything like that if you don't go to a baby shower. And what I probably suggest is being just completely straight up honest. I hope that you have let people know maybe a little bit about your journey. If you go right back to the very beginning of the Fertility Warriors podcast, we talk about whether or not you should tell people. And I am firmly in the camp of letting the cat out of the bag. It feels, I'm telling you right now, it feels like a huge weight is lifted off your shoulders. And even if you just confide in that one person or feign illness, like is always my backup is, you know what? If you just can't do it on the day, gastro never asks any follow-up questions. However, if you can manage it, I recommend going because you are aware that it might not be a very enjoyable experience for you, because you know to expect things that might feel uncomfortable, let me tell you, it often won't be as bad as you think it will be. It's often you playing it up in your mind that it's going to be a lot worse. And like a lot of what we talk about in the Fertility Warrior Intensive Program, it's my 12-week program, is to do with the way that our brain works and like that neuroscience, brain science type stuff, that we are the only humans who can picture what future outcomes will be. So we can picture in our minds the reason why you think that the baby shower is going to suck and you don't want to go and that you're dreading going to a baby shower is because you are essentially imagining yourself at the baby shower and synthesizing in your mind what that scenario is going to feel like. Can I tell you right now, they've shown studies that often what you picture, what it's going to be like, the intensity and the duration of the suckiness of that experience is much less. So you are invited to a baby shower. You're completely dreading it because you think it's going to be awful. I can tell you right now that studies have shown that like whatever we picture when we picture like shitty situations, the intensity and the duration of the shitty situation is much less than what we think it will be. So it's not going to suck as much as you think it will suck. All right. It may still suck a little bit, but the reason why I say that I think you should go is because if you were in that situation, and especially if it was one of your best friends, then I know that you would probably appreciate so much them making the effort to be there and that you yourself might regret later on not attending the baby shower. There are many, many things that we can say no to and that we don't do because of infertility. And you have to protect your energy. You only have a limited amount of physical and emotional energy, but there are some events that you may regret. So the very first thing is I recommend going 
but think of you know just what your anxiety levels are how high are your anxiety levels regarding this knowing that often it's your brain synthesizing like or prophesizing what this experience is going to be like and you actually have no idea no one has any idea of exactly what the future experiences are going to be like but having a think of whether or not you feel that you would regret it and having a feel about how you would feel if the shoe was on the other foot okay so that's what I recommend and if you decide that you know what I like I can't do this I need to protect my energy you're feeling really low you're feeling really anxious you feel confident that not attending is the best solution I first and foremost I just recommend being honest even if you take the personal side in confidence or you call their mum but otherwise I like seriously just recommend I would just say I've got gastro or the other thing you can do is just not tell them why you just say I'm terribly sorry I can't make that like I'm unable to make it so you don't have to fake an excuse like something's happened or this has happened but you can just say I'm really sorry I'm unable to make it and leave it at that. Don't tell them that there's something else going on. Don't get caught out in any other lies, but that is something else that you can say. So you've decided that you're going. You've decided that it might suck, but it probably won't suck as much as you think it will suck. What are we going to do now? So the very first thing I would recommend is arrive late and leave early. So you want to be kind of the last one to get there and you want to be probably one of the first to leave. Can I tell you right now, this is one of my best social strategies. I'm always one of the first people to leave. I think that as a host at a function, people always hang around for ages and you can't, you're like, yep, I've served you all the food. We've done all the games goodbye but people often hang around for such a long time I love people who are like we've had a great time this has been a great party see you later that's the type of person I am I don't linger with my goodbyes I am always one of the first people I'm like this was a great event I'm gonna leave while this is still a good event okay can I tell you I'm also very much an arrive on time person it makes I lived in Japan for a year time is a very big thing in Japan and my husband is not that type of person he's a very very like let's be the life of the party and arrive late and it it drives me nuts like I get <laughs> I'm such a type A I get really anxious when he's super late taking a long time to do his hair strolling out the house however baby showers you want to just arrive late leave early you don't want to be arriving early and having that those awkward moments with everyone uh, and things like that so that's the first thing so you might say that you have somewhere else to be or you might say that you uh, have for some reason have all of these things on the exact same day so that's what I would do I would also have some responses ready. People are going to ask you possibly some awkward questions and you might also have just some general conversation ready as well. So things that you might ask people outside of children. Uh, so you might ask people about maybe what jobs they're doing. There might be some things that have happened in your local area, just some general conversation. You might talk about the food and talk about recipes and this new show that you've been watching on Netflix general conversation that might be able to steer the conversation away from 
children because it's on everyone's mind at baby showers, isn't it? Uh, and what are some responses that you might have ready for when people ask you when you'll be having babies? And sometimes you can work, you can just say things like, we're working on it. Um, it depends on how honest I guess you really want to be. You might say to people, well, we're actually in the process of undergoing fertility treatments right now. It's a tough topic for me to talk about. If we could talk about something else, I would be so appreciative because everybody's asking me today and it, it feels really awkward. Uh, and especially if there's older women there, they might be like, oh, yep, I understand. Uh, and then they can sometimes, even though they're usually the culprits that ask the questions, sometimes they're really good at picking up the hint. And sometimes the younger friends are caught up in the excitement of the baby shower and how much their children aren't sleeping and how much their kids are pooping and things like that. So have some responses ready. You might, even when you get there, pick out some people who you think might be good with conversation and kind of just stick with them. And like I said, have some conversation starters ready. Things like, you know, have you seen Sugar Rush on Netflix? I love that show. I once saw one where they did this unicorn, blah, 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 blah. And just general nothingness conversation, but that can be conversation outside of children. The next one is to have a wingman. So you might have a best friend who knows your story and I think it's a really great thing to touch base with that friend in advance let them know that this is going to be a hard event for you and that you're not sure how you're going to cope you're expecting a lot of questions you think that you might feel a little bit sad at times and can they be your wingman and can I tell you that if there are best friends worth their salt they will feel super freaking honored that you have asked them to take on that role, but they will also be really good at looking out for you. And when you are hanging around them, you know, for safety, security, and for support, which you are totally entitled to do, that is literally what friends do, then they will understand, they will be there to help you. You would be surprised that if you ask someone in advance to be your wingman at how well they'll come through for you. The next one that I would say is to go easy on yourself and your diet. If it's a really hard day and you go home and you cry your eyes out, I feel like that's acceptable. If you have a couple of drinks of champagne, I think that's acceptable. If you go and eat all the sandwiches that is all the gluten bread, you have to judge for yourself on how strict you are being. But if you are just being strict for the sake of being strict and you're not on any particular type of elimination diet, you know, I probably wouldn't time a 21 day elimination diet during a baby shower. But if it's just for the sake of trying 12,538 things, then I would just go easy on yourself. And if you then say, nope, I'm going to be really strict. And then you go to the baby shower and have those things anyway. Don't beat yourself up about it because it like what happened happened. It's all fine. But I would go easy on yourself. I would go easy on your diet. Don't beat yourself up for anything that happens on the baby shower day. What happens on the baby shower day stays on the baby shower day. The next thing that I would do, super freaking hard, but I would be really gracious. It can be a really tough time 
for you when people are all going to be asking you the wrong questions. If you choose not to drink, they're all going to be asking why you're not drinking. And then they're going to be whispering to each other that you're pregnant or winking at you like you're pregnant. Ugh, so awkward. Uh, so you may want to have a reason why you're not drinking. I'm on some antibiotics at the moment or something like that. But just be gracious with people and know that they don't say things 99% of the time. People don't say things in order to make you feel uncomfortable or in order to remind you of what you don't have or remind you of your struggle. Often they don't know and often they haven't walked in those shoes before. So it's really hard for them to understand. And if you looked around, the vast majority of people would be in your corner wanting the best for you. They would want you to fall pregnant and be happy uh, and everything like that. It's just that they haven't known the right thing to say and therefore haven't said the right thing. So where you can be gracious, it can be really easy. Like I, I can be a really direct person when, and especially when people ask me questions. However, if you can have some responses ready and some really gracious responses. Thank you so much for your consent. Oh, thank you so much for asking. Yes, I do wish I was pregnant too. Unfortunately, that's not the case. And just reply to people in the most gracious manner that you can. Then you are going to come away from the baby shower feeling like you were a rock star at it. The next thing that I would say is to bring along something that will help you feel strong. So for me, something that I used a lot, I had like a crystal necklace. It had a rose quartz in it and I would just kind of hold that or clutch that. Sometimes I'd take it off and I'd put it in my pocket and clutch it. But it was just something that always helped me to feel really strong and to help me feel like, you know, I had this. So there's all sorts of different things that you could have. I am a big fan of like gemstones and things like that. I love rose quartz because it has a very feminine energy, but it can almost be like your little good luck charm that you can take along that you can clutch if you need to go and excuse yourself and go to the bathroom and just have a look at, you know, like this little cheerleader uh, totem icon thing that you have. But I always do love having something that you can kind of clutch onto. So maybe you have, you know, like a brooch of your grandmother's or something almost like you're bringing with you this supportive energy, then I encourage you to do that. And the very last thing that I would recommend at a baby shower, and this is a massive perspective shift that can also be a really helpful perspective shift on your fertility journey. And that is that when you are going to a baby shower, there's going to be all of this pregnant, feminine child energy about. And I would recommend soaking that up. So we can often, you know, like when we see pregnant women, it's this, this real perspective shift, but it's a really powerful perspective shift at the same time that if you can think of it, not as in like, oh my God, everyone around me is falling pregnant, but that Jesus Christ, if you were going to be in a club, you would want to be in the pregnant club and not the infertile club. I mean, we are all in the infertile club. It is the it's the best club or it's the worst club, but with the best members, but you want to drink what they're drinking. Like you want to be around that energy and that juju. So if you can try and shift it to 
being around pregnant women is like a positive thing and there's positive energy. And you know, they talk about women's cycles sync with the moon. If you can be around that energy and try to view that as like a good luck thing, that maybe you'll be next. You know, like when you go to a wedding and the bridesmaid who catches the flowers is meant to be the next one to get married. It's like think of it in that same kind of thing almost like so you don't want to walk around rubbing pregnant bellies but almost along the same lines as like rubbing all of the pregnant bellies around so if you can try and you know think to yourself that this is such a, a positive step for you in the right direction from an energetic perspective uh, then that's going to help you as well so I hope I've helped you with these tips let's just do a quick recap no number one I think you should go Number two, arrive late and leave early. Number three, have some responses ready for all of the awkward questions that you just know everyone's gonna ask. Have a wingman, go easy on yourself and your diet. It's a hard thing to do to attend a baby shower, so go easy on yourself. Be gracious, bring along something that will help you feel strong and soak up all of that energy as good juju and like positive energy for you and your conception journey as well. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Fertility Warriors. Don't forget that if you would like to learn about the three biggest game changers on my journey, you can go to robinberkin.com slash fertility warriors and you can download my free PDF uh, with some of the big lessons on my journey and you can learn a little bit more about my journey in that PDF as well. Thank you so much for listening. I cannot wait to chat with you next week. Bye. Okay, Warrior, I need to ask you a huge favor. Did you know that the Fertility Warriors podcast comes out every Wednesday? So why not subscribe so that you get notified of future episodes? But also, if you liked this episode, and especially if you're a long-term listener, you would make my day if you would jump into your podcast player and leave me a written review. Seriously, I live for these. But more importantly, they tell the podcast gods that this podcast is helpful so that they can send it out to more people and you can help me help others in the process. I would be ever so grateful for a podcast review. But lastly, Warrior, I need to also let you know, I am not a doctor or a dietitian or a financial advisor. I'm me. And the information in this podcast is for information and inspirational purposes only based on my own experiences. So please don't substitute the information you hear on the Fertility Warriors podcast for professional advice. And know that girl, in the world of trying to conceive, there are no guaranteed pregnancy or other outcomes. Please check out my website, robinberkin.com, if you would like to read my full terms and conditions.